Why is it that there are individuals who seem to lead a charmed life when it comes to their career? Yes, they do put in the work, they are dedicated and driven, but there is this additional X factor that seems to propel them forward, powering their career to greater heights. I believe that X factor is emotional intelligence. EQ at Work podcast with Muchamlingo, episode number 12, EQ Superpower. My husband is so much better with the kids when they are sick than I am. He is so very patient with them and has buckets of empathy. I, not so much. Empathy has never really been my strong suit, to be honest. And the key challenge I have that speaks to my lower levels of empathy is my practical approach. I've been talking a lot about self-awareness lately. And that's because I really do believe that self-awareness is an EQ superpower. Anyway, back to my kids. When they are sick or even when they are hurt, my default is to fix it. What can I give you? Let's drink some water. Why don't you go to the bathroom? Can I rub your back? All practical steps that go towards resolving the issue. But oftentimes, they don't want the solution. Well, I mean, they do, but they want empathy first. They want TLC from mommy. For my husband, who is high in empathy, this is a no-brainer. And he easily dispenses the TLC that the boys need when they are sick. So much so that when they are sick, it's daddy they want. This EQ journey has been interesting for me. I have mentioned it before that I started on this journey to help others, to help my clients, but found myself as the greatest beneficiary. I'd like to think that my kids would agree. EQ has definitely softened mommy's edges. Just like my children, my team don't always want the solution. Sometimes they just want to be heard. And That is tough for a solution-oriented person like me. You may laugh when you hear this, but we have a roses and thorns session with my team on a weekly basis. The idea is to share your highlights, roses, and lowlights, thorns, for the week. To help my solution-oriented, problem-solving brain, I actually had to ask the team to indicate when sharing their thorns, if they are sharing just to be heard or sharing to get help. Sounds silly, but I am a recovering fixaholic, so I need all the help I can get. The power of knowing yourself is that you can put in place strategies that help you to step outside of your default response and do what's most appropriate in that particular situation. It's not faking it. I'm not faking empathy because I've had to remind myself to be empathetic. My empathy is genuine. It's just that my brain is wired to pick up on rational, practical data. So I have to remind it and myself to focus too on the emotional. I'll give you another example of why self-awareness is important. I hate traffic with a passion. Seriously. I mean no disrespect. And you know I'm about to say something disrespectful when I say that. 
But driving in Kenya is crazy. I remember when I first moved here, I actually asked a friend if you had to learn the road rules to pass a driving test because it doesn't look like anyone bothers to follow the rules. I was assured that most people know the rules. They just don't always follow them. Anyway, I was talking about my road rage. I inexplicably find myself enraged by the bad manners displayed by the other drivers on the road. You know how it is. You always feel that you are the better driver, right? Anyway, I would hoot loudly at the Matatu driver who thinks it's okay to just stop unannounced in the middle of the road to allow his passenger to alight. On that note, allow me to digress a little. What is it with PSV drivers? Because it's not just in Kenya. It's as though there's a PSV code across the African continent that they must drive in such a manner as to frustrate all the other drivers on the road or else they will lose their badge of honor. Yeah. Anyway, let me get back on track. I was sharing the many ways that drivers get on my last nerve. There's the one who doesn't give way on the roundabout, even though... I clearly have the right of way. I mean, everyone knows that he who is on the roundabout has right of way. Or there's the border border who decides to overtake me when I'm turning right and I clearly have my indicator on. Anyway, I think you get the gist of it. Road rage. Here's the thing. If I'm oblivious to the fact that I get a little irritable when I drive... What is my state of mind when I arrive at a client meeting? But because I know I can do something about it, take a breath and count down from 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and exhale when the Matatu driver stops without warning. Or listen to my favorite gospel music or an audiobook as I drive and allow that to uplift my soul. Or perhaps get someone else to drive. Knowing gives me options. They say what you don't know won't hurt you. But when it comes to emotional intelligence, I have learned that what you don't know will cripple you. Have you ever considered the fact that How you show up at work is heavily influenced by what lies beneath the surface and that these thoughts and feelings, your values and identity could actually manifest themselves in negative ways without you even realizing it. Many of us float through our days at work with little self-awareness of what we're doing or why we're doing it, which is fine for routine tasks but very dangerous when we stop noticing patterns that aren't serving us well. Self-awareness is all about peeling back the layers to better understand yourself and the patterns that may be holding you back from achieving your full potential at work and in life. If you're anything like me, peeling back those layers is a little uncomfortable. It doesn't come naturally. Remember, I've mentioned before, I have a bias towards rational data, but I have found that there is power in being brutally honest with myself. It's it's not a magic bullet. Knowing isn't an end to itself, but it's a start. 
You can't really get to your destination if you don't have a clear indication of where you are. The most freeing thought about it all is the idea that emotions are data. And so I can pay attention to what I'm feeling without any judgment. There is no good or bad emotion, just insight. And so the idea is to understand what that emotion is trying to tell me. I've been practicing treating my emotions as an ally rather than as an enemy. And as a result, I am learning to use my emotions as a strategic resource. I would add Psalm 139 verse 14 here, which says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Because my emotions are an inbuilt tool created by the designer himself, designed to help me navigate the challenging circumstances of life. And hasn't 2020 been challenging? But here's the thing. You have to be listening. And yet so many of us have learned to suppress and ignore how we feel. Because surely our emotions are not relevant at work. We must leave them at the door, as you've heard it said a thousand times before. But COVID has highlighted what many of us had forgotten. Our feelings are an integral part of who we are. We cannot separate ourselves from them. And they are daily interacting with our thoughts and impacting our actions. In a bid to strengthen this EQ superpower, I have learned to tune in to what I am feeling and ask myself three key questions. What am I feeling? What else? What else? Am I thinking of this emotion as an ally or an enemy? If this emotion is an ally, if this emotion is trying to help me, what is it saying? It's easy to dismiss your emotions. You may even be one of those individuals who believes that you are 100% rational and that your emotions don't affect you in any way. But the science says otherwise. Emotions drive behavior. And even for individuals like me, who have a bias towards the rational. You don't have to be conscious of your feelings for them to influence how you're showing up. Emotional intelligence is being more aware, more intentional, and more purposeful. Emotional intelligence is a game changer that will fuel your success at work. If you'd like to learn more about how you too can go on this journey of self-discovery and discover your EQ superpower, connect with me online. Connect with me at Muchamlingo on LinkedIn or Instagram and watch this space for a very exciting EQ superpower Black Friday offer. You have been listening to the EQ at Work podcast with me, Tune in every Monday as I share EQ tips and insights that will help you power up your career with emotional intelligence, the soft skill that drives professional success. This podcast is for professionals who are keen to leverage 
the learnable skill of emotional intelligence to increase impact and effectiveness, build and strengthen professional relationships to maximize influence at work. If that describes you, make sure you subscribe.